0: It's not often that I. We typically don't talk about movies prior. I mean, we talk about. Movies.
1: <laughs> we, you're right. 180 episodes. This is the <laughs> 181st. We rarely talk about movies. Yeah, let's. Uh, we're
0: going to talk about movies this week. Um, <laughs> no, I. We we don't we don't talk about movies in advance. Oh um, no. Because no. we want to save this. Now, Twister's an interesting one because mm. Twister's come up on the show before. We've talked about Twister. Mm. Um we've we've referenced it as a good movie. Um,
1: and now I and would the... say by we, I would say you, not that I'm okay. getting into semantics, just that well, no, I'm no, giving my it, cards away. I never I had never seen Twister, so I just wanted to oh. clarify. Oh, just okay to...
0: i really didn't know that and that's going to that's okay i okay, like i maybe okay.
1: played into some of your statements that i've seen scenes but never right. like never from beginning to end had i seen well the and it's film.
0: helen hunt and it's bill paxton right you know it's amb <laughs> it's amblin entertainment like you know you're it's 1996 what more but okay um but, I don't think I've seen this film in prior prior to watching it this week. Okay. I was trying to figure it out fifteen years is not an exaggeration. It could be more oh. wow, but it's easily fifteen years this is this is the first adult viewing <laughs> of this movie
1: like as in there were some deleted scenes that were racy or like. Just as an adult, this is the first time you had seen it.
0: <laughs> this is the first time I've seen it through the eyeballs <laughs> of an adult. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's that's interesting.
1: And I mean, as just speaking generally, when a person watches a film that they've either grown up with or cherished, that can either be a terrifying moment where you go, Ew, and it doesn't hold up, or it can be a right. gratifying moment where you go, no, no. This wasn't just me, you know, imagining it, you know, reimagining it. Like when I watched it, it holds up for reason X, Y, Z. So it can, or it can just be somewhere in the middle, I suppose, too. But I would say mostly it's either polarizing on either end.
0: Yeah. Or there's that third option where like I watched um, when we we did Avatar and I was like, look, I still don't love this. It's really overhyped. It is really overhyped. Oh, yeah. But I don't think I hate this movie. I think I hate the hype. And and that's and for a long time I just thought I hated Avatar. And I'm like, okay. I don't hate Avatar. Yep. Is it a over budgeted Pocahontas remake? <laughs> Absolutely. Sure. Um But it's groundbreaking and it's revolutionary and it's 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 not a like it's well acted the yep. action is good the visuals are stunning you know so i'm like yeah, oh okay yeah, like no, i don't sure. hate this movie mm. i'm just sick of it i'm just sick of hearing it <laughs> right. right it's like a parent you're like i'm sure paw patrol is a great friggin' show well... but if i hear paw patrol one more time <laughs> if one more time i walk past the living room and peppa pig is on the damn tv i'm going to <laughs> lose Pink. my shit
1: Peppa Pig ages ages ball Season three really it's a, hits. It's, a, it's it's a great show. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Hello and welcome. Welcome to the Movie Man Podcast. I am Peter. That is Brady. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are here today to talk about a, uh, an episode of a. Sorry, we're here to talk about a movie rather than an episode. I don't know what I'm talking about. We're talking about... Just, hey, stick to the teleprompter. Come on. Stick to the teleprompter. Uh, We continue our journey back in time. So we go year by year, pick some movie options. We let you guys vote. And uh, this week, Twister came out on top in our our 1996 vote. The first of a few 1996 votes. Yeah, and here's a question for you, Pete. Yeah. Was it close?
0: (laughs) In my heart, it was. It was. I... I, earlier on in the week. So you do all the, you do the tallying yeah, of yeah, our yeah. votes. Oh yeah. And earlier on in the week, you're like, oh, you know, a couple days I'll tally it up. <laughs> and I'm, and I was like, why, why bother? It's uh, <laughs> like, obviously Twister's winning. Like, are you seeing what I'm seeing? And you're like, ah, oh, I wouldn't be so sure. <laughs> I, and I was like, why?
1: And you're like, well, cause what was, what was the movie? So, okay. 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 Let me just break down the field for everyone. So the options were Twister, obviously. Yeah. The yeah. Rock was in second. Ah, uh, yeah, it was The Rock. Okay, and then the other options were Romeo Juliet, Jerry Maguire. But,
0: but in the second,
1: in in second by half. Yes. Yep.
0: Yep. Like yep. Like if this is a ten mile race, The Rock was halfway <laughs> through as it was at mile five when Twister got the finish. You know. So so I but so it's just funny because you were like you were like and I was like am I missing something am I and I genuinely started and I thought oh this is an interesting psychology thing Mm. Um, I love psychology Mm. and I love like the way our brains work and how our Mm. minds you know the tricks that the world plays on our mind and how you know like you can do our eyes can play tricks on us because our brain sees things and like corrects it to be. Wrong, but what our brain, like our brain Mm. starts incorrectly filling in gaps and it actually changes our, Uh. what we're seeing. Anyways, so I love stuff like that. And so when I was so sure, I was like, oh, this (laughs) is, this is, this is clearly in the bag. Like (laughs) within a few hours of posting these votes, I was like, oh, this is, geez, okay, all (laughs) right, let's do this. And then, and then you were like, Mm. I, I don't think this is, anywhere near over like this is this is neck and neck this is tight (laughs) and i'm like and so then i started to doubt myself i started to like in in like a not not in like an upset with myself way Mm, in mm. in a genuinely uh like a genuinely really fascinated right Right. way yep because i was like interesting Hmm. do i have such a bias (laughs) for wanting twister to win this
1: right
0: that i'm ignoring the facts uh was i ignoring the facts pete well like when you when you came to mm-hmm. me the other mm-hmm. day and you were like okay i have the official results mm-hmm. was that mm-hmm. was that your tail between your legs i saw or was like
1: what <laughs> let me let me let me pull the curtain back a bit and explain what happened so now the reason we have so many votes first and foremost is there are so many good films that we perceive yeah, that are a good from bitch in year.
0: Hmm? It's a bitch in year.
1: Yes. Like we have we, you and I have a lot of vote options that we wanted. We've got a lot of Patreon um input from other vote options. So the point is there's a lot of good films to choose from and this one for me personally hit cuz I looked at all four and I was like usually usually I in vote options there's like one that it's like okay I would like that one not to win and I'm right. okay with the other ones this right. one the twister was the least one that I wanted to watch but they were all four of them ones that I wanted to watch like it just only... because
0: you hadn't seen it and so it was it was the it was the
1: most of like wild card where you're like ah I don't yes. know I might not like it yes and I think okay. just personally I've been wanting to rewatch some of the other ones so that's kind of why right. but it was so like I've never seen the rock Clear, clear across the across the board. I was like, every single one of these, I want to win, and none of like they all can't win, so this just sucks. Bye. Right. And what were the other two options? The Rock, Twister, Romeo, Juliet, and Jerry right. Maguire, and Jerry Maguire.
0: So hey. I've I've seen. I think they showed us. I think some soon to be fired, anyways, <laughs> fourth grade teacher showed us Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> sure, because um, that is not a. <laughs> that is not the, I think, because I think we were studying the story, like we'd done right, the story. And right. they're like, here's a couple of different variations on it. This one has exploding gas station <laughs> shootouts. Um, and so I'd seen Romeo and Juliet. I have not seen Jerry Maguire and I have sure. not seen The Rock. Right. Uh, and- so I was, I, I, really the only one that I wanted to win this
1: oh, was yeah. Twister. Oh, Clearly. And I just want to pull the curtain back a little bit more here. The reason I wanted The Rock to win was if the listener had listened to our Con Air episode, which they should. It was a good episode. We had a bit of a banter going back and forth. And you you almost like word for word in the synopsis of The Rock described what the, the, the plot is of The Rock describing Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery. So part of me just wanted to watch that with you and just delve into that. Part of me right. wanted to watch The Rock because shout out to Daphne, friend of the show, she wanted your Sean Connery accent to make a return and that would have been a perfect excuse for yeah. it to Yeah, and back. I can't... I, I considered, like, just now, I considered
0: <laughs> briefly, I was like, oh, sure. I should just do it. I should just do it. And I'm like, no. No, he... he he, the Scotsman has got to earn it. We need to, mm. I'm, yeah. I'm confident that someday again, he mm. will be featured in a film that we review. I don't oh, know I would, what the would, hell film
1: that would be. I'm sure it will happen someday. But yeah. Uh, I really wanted Romeo and Juliet because obviously Leo. the Shakespeare aspect, Leo. but Leo was pretty heavy on that that motivation
0: and don't then you look at it though and you just go uh, i see i look at a film like romeo mm. and juliet and i'm like yeah but juliet's not played by kate winslet so oh yeah <laughs> so i don't so i don't buy the romance like i don't i buy not buy i buy one half of it yeah, I don't buy Leo in any romance if it's not with Kate Winslet. I usually
1: tape a picture of Kate Winslet on the television screen the, and superimpose did, it over the other actor's face. But, doesn't matter what doesn't matter what movie you're watching. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really the Revenant really Avengers a weird, Endgame, Game. The part when of, Rose shows up. Instead of a bear being in the Revenant, that had like Kate Winslet's face taped on a bear. <laughs> Super weird.
0: And that works. the last
1: the last one, Jerry Maguire, I just wanted to watch because it has Tom Cruise and uh, yeah. more. More cur- like the more the, 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 I feel like the listener is just right here with us, pulling the curtains back so much. I, I DM'd Emily Mater and I was like, Hey, yeah, you do what you got to do, but if there's no other options, just always keep in mind that there's a film with Tom Cruise and you could use some voting power to uh vote in Tom Cruise. And she said, No, 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 son, twister. And I was like, Whoa, I didn't realize I, I like, I don't think I offended her, but I came close. Just- Did she vote? Yeah, she votes. She, she sure vote? did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All 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 of her votes went to Twister, I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: See and, and that's that's you know, we'll get into this, but I, I Twister's interesting because it's one that we've looked up where it doesn't have a low rotten tomato score, mm. but it doesn't have it doesn't ha- like it's hard to find someone who will say and i maybe you'll be that someone today i don't know hmm. but it's hard to find someone who just flat out says ugh twister ugh uh and so i'm surprised it doesn't have like it's the type of movie that you expect you know the time that it is the 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 movie that it is who's mm-hmm. in it like you just expect a rotten tomatoes score of like 80 plus and I think it's in the sixties. I don't oh. know. And I haven't okay. but it's like it's yeah. it's low enough that like almost half the people who watch it don't like it. I just mm. don't know where those people live because I've <laughs> I don't encounter them. Right. On a day to day basis. On a day
1: to day basis.
0: Yeah. Cool. Um let's can we do I was thinking about this today. Can we do sure. first impressions? Like from now on, like just yeah. as a part of our podcast, unless yes. unless someone's like mm. You know, ooh, like I really want, I really want to show my hand in a specific order here. Mm. Um, but can we just like, like I'll just tell you, you know, thirty seconds of what I think, first yeah. impressions. Yeah, and then you can do it, and then and then we kind of unpack it from there. That way, sure. you know, even yeah. though we're already thirteen minutes in, the listener <laughs> kind of gets an idea
1: what's going know, on, pre- what they're in for. My only question would be, pre or post trivia, will we do this?
0: Uh, post, yeah, trivia first. Okay,
1: you know what I time it is, trivia. kids.
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> we
1: got two questions for you today. Okay,
0: wow, that's yeah, that's a hundred percent more than usual. <laughs> well,
1: sometimes, sometimes. yeah, I, yeah. I would like you to take our four voting options and mm. rank them in order. Of worldwide gross <laughs> I don't know why but I wanted you to be
0: like I want you to take our four voting options and rank them in the order of what my great aunt Barb thinks is like. What? just something I couldn't possibly like some metric that I would have no I would, way I would like you to tell me how many fingers I'm holding up <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. Okay. Uh worldwide gross. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So, um Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise big at this point. Sean Connery is big at this point.
1: Yeah, Tom Sean C- Everybody
0: every, it's, it's, it's Sean Connery has has Hollywood pull because uh, he's, oh, yeah he's 007. Yeah. Um Helen Hunt has and bill paxton have hollywood pole um interesting titanic tie-in we have we had a leo film and we have a bill paxton film oh baby um and sean connery so there's what yeah i I don't know and so um isn't that isn't that who plays captain smith no okay uh can you imagine it would have worked
1: it would have worked it would not no it would not (laughs) No, I'm calling the,
0: the the you know the <laughs> ship's coming from Belfast. It was made in Belfast. Like that's just I a hop, skip, and a jump.
1: Oh, uh, you know what I picture? So in like literally every Sean Connery Bond film, it ended with him like. Floating off in a boat with a woman a and like sex was just implied Sex in a lifeboat, I'm sex picturing in a lifeboat him floating him away. Floating off in a lifeboat with like women in his arms, and everyone else is like, yo, what the heck? Like he just bailed on us. Yeah, but. what a douche. Okay. <laughs> um so Bill Paxton they
0: have bowling power. I oh, don't yeah, sure. think. I mean, Leo's been in stuff. He was in Mm. what's eating Gilbert Grape. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, He's done a few things, but this is pre-Titanic. Yes, just pre, yep. Just pre. But remember, so Titanic's not out, so not everyone's in love with Jack yet. Mm. And not only, like, Titanic is in the hopper. People know it's coming. (laughs) But this is a film that nobody believes in. Mm. <laughs> nobody thinks Titanic is going to succeed as a film it's over budget it's delayed it's nobody cares right right and it's it's the guy it's James Cameron it's the guy that did ter- gave us Terminator and Terminator 2 and and some a- uh, Aliens Aliens 2 mm. Aliens Street, one of the Aliens movies um who's now doing some romance story that happens on a boat like what <laughs> it, like nobody's really into this so I don't think the Leo one mm. would be that high. What year is Top Gun? 80s,
1: 1984 or 6. Okay, so Tom Cruise has pull. Oh people, yeah, and I people think people know one like Tom Cruise. I think Mission Impossible was also around this time too, so he's he's got some clout. He's yeah. He's around. Twister might have pull because
0: Twister is you know, if it's 19, you know, and we'll we'll talk into we'll talk about um how the special effects have aged Mm. um but if it's 1996 and you see a trailer for this movie and you're already kind of in like do you know what i mean this seems like a spectacle of a film you've got steven spielberg as a producer um you do yeah uh okay I don't feel confident, super confident about this. That's all right. I am actually going to put, the only one that I feel remotely confident about is that I'm going to put Romeo and Juliet in the number four slot. Sure. Because I don't think the star power pull is there yet. I think it's a little too weird of an idea, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's it's Romeo and Juliet. eh, Who cares? (laughs) They all have guns. It's like some (laughs) street gang bullshit. Like, no, like... (laughs) I've seen it. I think it's a good movie, but on paper, Mm. even I don't care. Even I go, that sounds bad. I don't (laughs) want to watch that. (laughs) Like, that sounds stupid. Right. Um, it reminds me of like, it feels like Crank with Jason Mm. Statham back from like 2002 or whenever Crank came out. Right. Um, So I'm going to say at the bottom in the number four slot is going to be Romeo plus Juliet. Yep. Um... Next I'm going to say the rock okay. because I don't think action movies typically you know it's the 90s maybe action movies don't have as big of a well I don't know but I think Sean Connery
1: is already older at this point mm-hmm.
0: like what year what year is Hunt
1: for Red October Oh, I actually not sure. I think it's probably okay. around this time, maybe a bit before.
0: Bit before. So like, Sean Connery's still on the scene. He's predominantly on the scene, but he's also and he and he is James Bond, but he's older. Mm. Um, and then I really don't know. Like, as awesome as he can be, and how he's become kind of like his own, you know, whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really like. I don't know how much box office pull Nick Cage <laughs> really has. Like. <laughs> He's got the people who are excited, who are going to own the DVD because it's Nick Cage. Right. But I don't know that, like, people aren't going out in droves Mm. to see it. So I'm going to put The Rock in number three. Sure. I'm going to put Jerry Maguire in number two because I think Tom Cruise does have that pull. He does Mm. have that star power. Okay. Um, And I haven't seen Jerry Maguire, but I assume it's a rom-com. Somewhat, yeah. yeah. Okay, drama. So, but it's yep. drama, comedy, ra- whatever. Maybe more drama than comedy, but romance. Okay, we got romance this. drama yep. Yep. thing. Um, who's the Who's the female lead?
1: Oh, uh, who's the love interest? I'll, yeah, I'll look it up. It's it is someone who's famous. I I can't remember her name. I'll look it up. It's okay, not Helen um, Hunt. That's for sure.
0: No, well, no, few are, <laughs> um, and. Uh, Renee Zellwinger. Oh, Renee Zellweger. Okay. Yeah. Um Yeah, and she was big in the 90s. So I mean, uh, my number 1 and number 2 slot could flip-flop. I'm sure. banking I'm banking that Twister's number 1, sure. only because and it could be, I could be wrong. Yep. Twister could be the lowest position and it could just be like a cult <laughs> classic. Sure. But I'm <laughs> banking it on the notion that it's Amblin Entertainment. Right, mm. the people who brought you Jaws, the people who brought you E.T., the people who brought you Indiana Jones mm. with Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton and maybe not a super well-known at this point but a young dashing and just really drives home that what an incredible and diverse, diverse is the word I'm searching for, mm. what a diverse performer that Philip Seymour Hoffman was. Yes, um, that is, that's true. Yep. Oh my goodness. Like you compare, you compare his performance in this to who he was in Patch Adams. Holy mm. shit. Yeah.
1: That's like,
0: true. yeah, it's, it's day and night. Um, yeah. Yeah. but, but I think the trailer and I haven't seen a trailer. I haven't, I've never pulled up a trailer for a twister on YouTube. So it could be a shit trailer, but <laughs> I'm banking that people saw some of the special effects, some of the visual effects, which right. again, I think not all, but some of which hold up today. Some some of which are still incredible. Um, so you you do that. It's 1996. I don't know. I have to think that 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 people were getting excited about that. So I'm gonna go number four, Romeo plus Juliet. Number sure. three, The Rock. Number two, um, number two, Jerry Maguire. Number one, yep. Twister. Cool. Assuming this is like theatrical box office, oh yeah. and not like yeah. what it's done in years since
1: home video <laughs> the, sales and shit. When the like HD that. DVD was released, yeah,
0: we're well, we're gonna re-release Jerry Maguire in an 8K blue Why? <laughs>
1: so, to film give you, that needed it. I'll give you, I've, that's pretty good. You got the you got the first and the last. So Twister was the first or the highest romeo and juliet was the least of this group you flip flopped them so so twister was number two overall like worldwide that year the rock the rock was number four what was number one do you know uh independence day oh yeah okay which i mean yeah yeah Uh, jess old bloom will smith oh yeah what, what you gonna do right yeah, yeah, yeah. Aliens, Tw- yeah. <laughs> Twister was number two overall. Rock was four overall. Jared Maguire was nine overall. So those three did crack the top 10. And then Romeo and Juliet did rack in 147 million, so like nothing to sneeze at, but it was not in the top 10. Yeah. Is that
0: adjusted for inflation or no? made th- that much in 1996?
1: I think that's how much it made in 96. Yeah, that's... that's so. Yeah, it's, uh, a bunch if of lunch someone, money there. If someone gave me that much money in 96, I wouldn't say no. As opposed to now where you would say take a hike. <laughs> Listen, bud, I've got yeah. standards. I'm,
0: yeah, I, look at me.
1: My second question. <laughs> I, I get a
0: trillion benefit,
1: jerk. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need you. My second question is Tom Hanks related. Isn't every question you've ever
0: ha, name one question you've asked me that isn't somehow Tom's Hank, Tom Hanks Tom Hanks related? Dang right, it is. Okay, uh, so Tom saying, Hanks. Like, literally, I can tell you how every <laughs> single movie in this category is Tom Hanks related. <laughs> I can. <laughs> Twister. Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt was in Castaway with Tom Hanks. Sure. Um, the Rock. And and then The Rock, Jerry Maguire, and Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> are all worse than the worst Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> See they're all connected.
1: Wow, I have my mind is blown. You got me.
0: Yeah, like like all I would I'd rather sit and watch Turner and Hooch
1: than any <laughs> of uh right, any of those. Let me just get this question out so we can get to the movie. Tom Hanks, he was the original role for Bill Harding for for James Paxton's role.
0: Ah,
1: oh, no, I don't the, like it. He was the original one. He obviously did not end up with the role. And I'm going to give you some options. Why did he not do it? So the first option was that he was poached by the producer Steven Spielberg for his upcoming Save it Private, Saving Private Ryan project, which, Ooh, I have ha- a guess. which had a conflicting schedule. Oh, uh, no, that guess is wrong. Oh. What <laughs> years? What years? Castaway Castaways. 2000, 2000 something. Okay, yeah. never mind. Yeah. Uh, second option is Tom Hanks read the script and just said, hey, eh, this isn't for me. And the third option is Tom Hanks and would-be co-star Helen Hunt did not get along at the time. Emphasis on at the time, as they were together in Castaway. In Castaway, yeah, uh, had they is Castaway their first film together?
0: Ooh, I uh, assume so. Nothing jumps okay. out to me that says because I'm just wondering, like, if you have, you know, Hollywood's one of those things, like, unless mm. someone's a real dick at a party. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't worked together, why would you have beef with each right. other? Um the saving private Ryan thing I think is a little I don't know cuz it's Spielberg but Spielberg's also a producer on this and so he mm-hmm. has he does have invested interest in this film doing well? True. I think he just read it and it wasn't for him. Like I I think I think it's the 90s. It's late 90s. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks can do <laughs> pr- pretty much whatever he wants. He's got Toy Story under his belt. He's got, um, which is Toy Story is like, yeah, everyone loves Toy Story. Oh, yeah. He's got Big. He's got Turner and Hooch. He's got like Sleepless he's, in Tom, Seattle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you've got Mail was out already. Yeah, so, like, Tom Hanks can do whatever he wants mm-hmm. at this point. He's gearing up to do Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he's already thinking about not eating anything so that he can be in Castaway. <laughs> and uh, and I think he probably just read it and, and thought, you know, this isn't for me, and I agree. I agree with him. I'm, like, ugh, looking at who Tom Hanks was in the 90s, mm. even him and like, you know, I even... It, Anytime I watch Saving Private Ryan, he he kind of feels <laughs> out of place to me,
1: really? um,
0: and I don't know why. Huh. I don't know why. I'm just like it's very. Whereas the rest of the film, like you know Matt Damon, I'm like, oh okay, yeah, it's mm. Matt Damon, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone else in the movie, I buy it. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, like the, these are all soldiers hmm. during World War Two, and then every time Tom Hanks is on the screen, I'm like, oh, it's Tom Hanks. Hmm. Like I, 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 he doesn't convince me really it so anyways that's neither here nor there but I think he just read it and he was like eh, I this is not the film I want to do next
1: sure Woo! that's it so he read it at the time and he was actually pretty committed he, he picked the wardrobe for the character which actually ended up sticking with James Paxton or Bill Paxton sorry and uh, eventually Tom Hanks just said it wasn't what I was trying to do with my it career is Tom I, Hanks wardrobe <laughs> He said, "This wasn't what I was trying to do with my career at the time. Being an eccentric man from with a bit of a southern flair, just he felt it wasn't him. So he we went to his co-star from Apollo 13 and suggested that Bill Paxton would be perfect for the role. And All that's right, the direction Apollo that they 13. went. Yeah. And what year did what year did Forrest Gump come out? Was it
0: 1993?
1: It's early '90s. Yeah, it's early '90s.
0: Tom Hanks is not pining for any job. Oh no! In the late '90s, Tom Hanks do what? Even now, he's not. Tom Hanks do whatever the hell he wants. (laughs) Like literally, he doesn't. He doesn't need. He doesn't need a gig. Right. No. Cool. All right. Cool. All right. First impressions. You ready? Let's do it. There are. Some visual effects in this film <laughs> that didn't age perfectly. Sure. Um, but there's very few. Like I think you're hard. You, I I was. I'm hard pressed to find a visual effects shot in this movie that I look at and go, "Okay, that just looks plain bad." Mm. Um Some some are a little dodgy, and there's one or two continuity errors that only I, I think only someone like me sees because I watch films differently. Sure. Right? I watch it with a, a, a film critic eye. But if you factor in the story, the action, not just the action, but like the intensity, the the suspense that have you on the edge of your seat, the incredible soundtrack, Hmm. the cast, and a romance that feels right is never like – they're not cramming it down your throat. You buy it. It's believable. It's there, which adds some depth to the this, to this story, um, but it's never like, oh, okay, we've lost sight of – the point of this film, and now it's just about these two mushing <laughs> on each other. If you take, if you take two continuity errors out of the way, sure, and you touch up one or two special effects, literally just just a couple, so that they're, you know, maybe more modern. This might be, this might almost be a perfect movie. <sighs> In its execution of knowing what it wants to be, knowing, understanding <laughs> oh, wow. what the film is, right? It's a film about this fictional technology that they are trying to, to, because r- really the whole movie takes, takes place over, I don't know, 36 hours,
1: hmm.
0: right? Very short amount of, yeah, like a very day short or period Maybe of time. two, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe like 24 hours because yeah. it's like the more in the sun's just kind of coming up when yeah. they, yeah, it's like 24 Border hours. Line. Man. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I, I think it might be just about a perfect movie hmm. and, and belongs had, had we done this episode prior to doing our top films, I think it would have cracked the top 10.
1: Really? Yeah. What were your thoughts, sir? Having never seen it before, having never you know officially seen it from beginning to end, it's interesting how sometimes our opinions can be so in line, and yet sometimes they can just be so polar opposite. I watched this film, and it fell into the bad category for me. Not wow. not mixed, but bad, and. I you know usually I'm a sucker for you know like '90s electric guitar soundtrack, yeah, and just like you know heavy dodge product placement, like just like n- everything that just screams '90s plaid shirts on Bill Pack James pa- or Bill Paxton, or you know, like all these things. I'm like, okay, I've got an ear for this, yeah. Just nothing about it flowed seamlessly for me, and oh my goodness, I think what worked against it, and I'm, I'm this is. Let me explain it, and I'll just say that it's fair. Like, I didn't hold this film in unfair judgment. But when I look at what... If I'm sitting at a movie night, this is a good way to explain it. If I, I'm sitting at a movie night saying, guys, what 90s film... Should we watch a 90s disaster film about with Bill Paxton in it? Should we watch Titanic, or should we watch Twister? <clears throat> it's always going to be uh, Titanic. Yeah, well, yeah. Kids, should we watch uh, a 1990s lost love film? Should we watch... Twister or should we watch Castaway with Helen Hunt? Let's go let's go Castaway. Sure. So when I look at all these kind of comparables to like nineties things with actor carryover or plot carryover, just for me, time and time again, I'm gonna go with what are in my books, the gold standards. And this film just didn't 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 really hold its own weight for me. And I made a pros and cons list and the cons is considerably longer. And, wow. Yeah. Nothing. Wow. Nothing. I, it didn't please me like I I was hoping it would.
0: This just became a really long episode. Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, I'm. Wow. Okay. I don't I. I <laughs> lost my footing.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, so. like, like, do you want me to list some of the cons for to get some context for you, or do you want to tell me reasons that it's good? Like, where yeah, do you want to?
0: Just let me. Like, I'm just putting, <laughs> just taping the gauze in place over the neo spawn. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, start with
1: start with your pros. Tell me what you do like. Sure. Um. Ooh. I guess. To summarize it, they're all kind of scattered, but what they have in common is the actors and some of them being kind of peripheral actors. So, obviously, I thought Helen Hunt was good. I thought Paxton was good. Um, I thought, sorry, is it Philip? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Seymour yeah. Hoffman. I thought he was great. What's, there,
0: uh, what's his face? Carrie, the guy that plays? Princess Bride. Yeah, the Princess Bride, Liar, Liar, Saw, um, (laughs) Carrie, whatever. is I can never pronounce his last name, but he's in it. He's good.
1: Carrie Uh, Els. Actually, so here's what I'll say. I liked the main actors that I just mentioned. I liked some of the side actors, like part of Paxton's crew. There's some side actors. There's actually quite a few, like two or three from that that were lost characters as well. So that was kind of fun. I thought they were all good. Actually, I thought, so Dr. Jonas Miller is the guy who plays Wesley in Princess Bride. His name is Cary Elwes. You just referred to him. Apparently, Alex Baldwin was kind of a potential to have played that character. This was almost a Tom Hanks, Alec Baldwin movie? I I think if Alec Baldwin had been that character instead, not only would I have thought it would have been a better role, but... But I think I may have liked the film a bit more. I like that actor, nineties Alec Baldwin. I love me some Princess Bride, but just something about that character really felt like a awkward, clunky side bit to me. It seemed right seemed it seemed almost distracting like in a in a film where you've got a strange love relationship and you've got something as dynamic as just the forces of uncontrollable nature those two things are enough to have a great story with we don't need another thing that like hey we've got this conflicting scientist here who you know doesn't respect or doesn't do it for the right reasons like for me at the end of the, at the end of the day who, who actually cares what people's motivations are they're mad at this that guy that he's just doing it for incentives and for money but at the end of the day as long as someone finds an answer to this problem and we can find a system that saves lives and gives advanced warning for tornadoes i literally didn't care who found it so for me his his this villain's role just seemed like an added extra complication where I felt like we could have just focused on the forces of nature and the relationship. Huh. So that that started right. as a pro, but I got caught into a con right off the bat. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know what just happened there.
1: <laughs> no, all right, I'll wrap this up. This is up my last pro because I I kind of summarized it's all just basically characters and actors that I really liked.
0: But the iconic... Well, it sounds like this might actually be your first pro, but...
1: (laughs) The iconic cow flying scene, I have to admit, um, you know, maybe, like you've alluded to, maybe some moments of this film, the CGI isn't perfect, but I feel like that is an iconic scene that when it happened, I said, oh, there it is. I've recognized that. I've seen that before. So... Yeah. Okay. (sighs) Okay.
0: Well, okay, let me tell you what I like. Um, I would love to hear that.
1: I feel the, like I've broken your heart.
0: Yeah, so the things I like, um, the movie, uh, <laughs> sort of first and foremost there.
1: Uh, no, I like, I don't know.
0: Like, yeah, so I mean, again, it's Bill Paxton. How can you, like, you know, Sure. rest in peace. How can you...
1: Oh, yeah.
0: How can you? I and I mean, watching it made me so sad. I'm like, oh god, like Bill Paxton, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like what a what an actor, what a performer. Um, he's good in it. He's fun. Helen Hunt. Oh, she's like, I'm pretty sure this like ignited something in me. You know how like when you're you're a a, te- a kid, or you know you're like a teenager, you'll be like twelve or thirteen. Um. And there will be a character in a movie. There's an actor's performance in a movie. And you're like 12, 13. you just kind of like, you know, puberty's just kind of showing up. You've got all these like hormonal changes that are happening. And there's some actress or some actor in a film that causes you to like almost have your sexual awakening where you're like, I have a crush on this. I have a crush on this actor. I have a crush on this actress. Um... And this actor or actress is making me see girls in a way that I've never seen a girl before. Um, For me, that was in the movie Casper with Christina Ricci. But uh, I think a childhood crush that I had or like a teenage crush or whatever Mm. was was 1990s Helen Hunt. Mm. Like... I don't know you just 1990s Helen Hunt and you know and maybe not even her just like the characters that she plays you're like they're these strong independent Hmm. stunningly beautiful Hmm. charismatic funny women and like interesting I don't
1: know I agree because that's something that's a good commonality like strong independent yeah that's fair that's fair. Yeah,
0: so I don't know. So, anyways, I everything Helen Hunt is in obviously is is excellent, um, and this was no exception. Her her role in this, um, Philip Seymour Hoffman as Dusty is such a funny. He's like he's the he's the comedic relief. Um, he's the he's the on the nose comedic relief because there's also a lot of comedic relief in this film that is like. So like tongue-in-cheek and Mm. and and and, like sarcastic right so things like when the house lands on the road and he's like i think we're going in and they like they drive through it or the cow actually i think that's the same one right or melissa on the phone with a client she's like no he she did not marry your penis (laughs) okay she didn't only marry your penis like stuff like that
1: right is you know they're funny moments funny light moments yeah
0: yeah um, Aunt Meg, oh, as, like you just—you look at Aunt Meg's house and the food that she's making, and like the door is always open, atmosphere, and you're just like, I want th- to be there. Fair. Like you're like that atmosphere, yep. that fun, that camaraderie. I want that. Um, hmm. The the heartache that you feel when when her her town has been hit by the Mm -hmm. F 5 um and and everyone goes running and like dusty's and there's this panic dusty's like running up to the house and all this stuff that's crazy um so that's that's the actors that that is the performances that that i love i love the sound design in this movie. So there's the soundtrack, which I love. And I think it's so great. Like this, these opening scenes, like after the, the prologue with Joe's dad, um, which, Oh, like what a great, what a great plot device to explain her obsession, to Mm. give her character depth and why she does what she does. yeah, Um, and to paint the F five as a villain, not just mm. as as a thing, but as like as the holy Grail, but also this demon that she has to deal with um mm. which leads me into the sound design mm. there is at times, although it's not um it's not necessarily factually accurate, which is fine because this and I like again I don't know if the science in this movie is accurate. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it matters if it is because sure. it's not a documentary. If this were a documentary and you were telling me things about tornadoes and the way tornadoes behave and you were using terms about how we measure tornadoes and all of that was bunk, <laughs> then, then we have an issue, but this is, it's a movie. It's an entertaining, nobody sits down and watches this and goes, oh, I think Twister is factually accurate, or, right? <laughs> like maybe it is, maybe they did their research. I don't know. Right. Um, But the wind and the tornadoes in this movie are characters. Hmm. And and it's achieved through the sound design because there will be times where they're like they're hiding in a barn or they're underneath a bridge holding on for dear life or they're whatever. And there's almost like mixed in with the sounds of the wind. There is almost... Horror, demonic hmm. wails, like wailing that's happening in this hmm. kind of like. Yes, it's wind, but it's also like this supernatural force. It is. It is this ruthless. Like it, it turns the tornadoes not into something that is is just arbitrary and is happening, and it's them versus nature, mm. but it's it becomes it 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 makes the tornadoes and the wind and the weather feel more insidious feel hmm. like it's coming for them hmm. and and oh gosh yeah the sound design sound design's incredible in this movie um i watched it with headphones ha, oh, so good um <laughs> But yeah, so I love that. I love the action. I love the fact that they never stray. They don't need this big complicated and then two days later and then in a different location and a different – it follows the same group of people throughout throughout the entire film hmm. over the course of roughly 24 hours yep. during a, um, a meteor meteorological meteor, – some sort of weather phenomenon. <laughs> right that is causing this heavy concentration of tornadoes in one day. Hmm. And this is their chance. This is their chance to take this device and put it up there. There's a, a, a former coworker who's stolen the idea, and he's going to try to do it, and he's the corporate sellout. And the reason why I think the corporate sellout thing works so well is because it really reinforces the homegrown Um, and, and the nobility of what, of what Bill Paxton's team is doing. Hmm. Um, yeah. And, and, and then the visual effects. Yeah. Some of them don't hold up, but a lot of them do. There's a lot of times where it's just the dust cloud, where it's just the tornado happening Hmm. and you look at it and you go, ah, it looks real to me. (laughs) That looks right. terrifying, and that looks menacing, and it looks horrific, and 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 I'm not looking at that going, oof, geez, the '90s. Like right. I'm looking at that going, whoa, they're close to that tornado, <laughs> right? So, hmm. in a nutshell, I love all of it. But I think I those think... those are some specific examples. Of yeah, the things I think that work so well.
1: The villainizing of the the nature is an interesting point. Like, just that's an interesting concept that I I don't think I would have considered when I finished this film. But I, in hindsight, thinking about that, I'm like, yeah, that's fair. That that is something that I think they set out to do, and that's right. I think kind of the uh, an accomplishment for sure. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. All right shit of my childhood (laughs) (laughs) and and now my adulthood now that i'm an adult and i've watched this movie and i'm like my god why did i go so long (laughs) so why did i go so long
1: without watching this something that this is a bit of a too far one leads into the other but the film started off and it got a little expositional heavy for me i mean I think I maybe should give it a bit of a pass just because, in, you know, this is 25 years ago. So the storytelling of the time was maybe like that. But I think I would have been, I would have liked a more gradual, not slapping you in the face of like, let me tell you like these 12 sentences about why this other villain is also doing the same thing we're doing but why you should hate him or let me tell you these 12 sentences of why she hasn't signed the divorce papers but why he's coming to this. like there's a lot of just dialogue that didn't seem natural to me that just kind of put up red flags to me that went okay this seems really clunky and awkward Let's like I wish we could have found more subtle ways to just seamlessly start this story than that. But as far as clunky and, and awkward, a little plot point to me that just doesn't compute. And I guess well, we can break it down once I tell you what it is. What were pill what were Paxton's plans for the day? Like literally he went he, he went with his fiance to literally pick up a stack of papers, not do anything else. Who's, he went and picked up this pack of papers and then he and his fiance were going to go off and do whatever they were going to do that day. Like, Did they not have actual plans to the point where they're just literally sticking around to like watch all these tornadoes and do this and do that and sleep overnight and go to Aunt Susie's house for steak and eggs and we're going to chase down the, the villain who's also doing this for the wrong reasons and punch someone in the face? I just was like... It, just the reality of like, okay, if this was me, if I was visiting my ex-wife, and then she... This is the first time you've brought her up on the show, by the way. <laughs> it's the first time I, you've acknowledged
0: her existence.
1: I was just like... You know, in this hypothetical, for the record, I don't have an ex-wife. That's okay. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but... He is three. <laughs> I'm just saying, in this hypothetical... If I'm picking up papers from someone I've had a domestic falling out with, I'm not going to say, well, I guess we'll just hang out for the day and do some stuff. It's going to be, okay, I guess we're leaving, and I'll call my lawyer and ask what the next steps are. Like, There's something about that that I was like, okay, this is a little bit disconnected from reality. I mean... It's a Saturday
0: or it's a Sunday. I don't know. They, they don't have, you know, neither of them have a job to get to. Um, Apparently but I she also does. Like, she's getting you know, phone calls left, right, and center. Well, I mean, she's a therapist, right? So you And know, he's
1: getting ready for his new job as a meteorologist on TV, which he takes flack for.
0: Yeah. Mental breakdowns don't don't <laughs> consider banking hours. Um, right. It's, you know, I don't know. I I think his motivation is clear. Um, it's established pretty early on that he's not hes not super jazzed about, he, he's not 100% sold on this marriage that he's getting into. Sure. Um, and Which is one of the things that makes the romance so beautiful here is <laughs> Melissa as a character, there's nothing, she's not, like if you sit and you mm. really watch her, right. there's nothing wrong with her. She's. Right. She seems like a completely pleasant, yep. understanding as far as she can be, yeah. Um, they don't villainize her
1: they don't make they don't her...
0: villainize her at
1: all yeah. but having
0: said that which, which the they could second...
1: which, which bad films can and do sometimes sure. yeah good point they, i'll take that they,
0: they don't villainize her yeah which is why it's so incredible that from the moment that bill paxton and helen hunt appear on screen together you want this engagement to fall apart you are like he doesn't belong with you there's nothing wrong with you. You are a completely lovely, wonderful individual, and sure. we wish you all the best. But your place <laughs> is not here, right. and and it's like oh, you're just rooting for her to leave. And when she does leave, it's like it's this relief that now this this actual love can can be nurtured. Um, but yeah, his 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 motivations for coming along are pretty simple. This Dorothy is his brainchild. Mm-hmm. It is his passion. It is years of of dreaming and research and and blah, blah, blah. And it's his life, right? He sure. left this tornado chasing life, not because he was done with tornado chasing, but because his marriage fell apart
1: right.
0: And right. so his heart is still with her. His heart is still with tornado chasing. Um, and and today is the day that his dream is going to be realized. Hmm. And so, yeah, so it's it makes total sense to me that he follows along um, and she has nothing else to do and what the hell's, like, Melissa has nothing really else to do today. I don't know, they were gonna go furniture shopping or something. Um, and what the hell is she gonna do? Just take off? Like, she, I don't know. It At no point does Melissa think, like, Melissa spends the whole time thinking, okay, we'll be wrapped up pretty, like, Will be wrapped up pretty soon, right? She doesn't think that it's going to go on as long as well. Neither does Bill. Like they're, you know, the plan is while well, we're going to hop in the truck. You know, the first time is like this will take half an hour. Right. We're going to hop in the truck. We're going to go do this, it, just so that I can, you know, eh, one last hurrah. See, see the thing that I came up with to fruition. Hmm. And then there's the stuff with with um. What's his name? The 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 jerk? The douche? Right. Uh uh
1: Carrie uh, Elvis. Yeah, but is his character Dr. named Jonas S- Miller.
0: Jonas. Jonas. I knew it was a J. Jonas. Um you know, now there's this like, well, that son of a bitch is gonna do it before I do. <laughs> and 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 I think he starts to feel the strings tugging at him with Helen Hunt. And she's obviously still in love with him. she's wearing the damn ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't yeah, man like I I don't know I don't I don't I don't struggle to buy the the believability of that.
1: Fair enough. fair enough. Fair enough. My last thing this might poke this might poke the bear a little too much. You might take offense to this. Some of the love story I was not convinced with. I found it a little bit awkward. I find the tension to be a little bit weird between Paxton and Hunt. I felt it was, I felt uncomfortable at times when they're eating steak and eggs at the aunt's house and Helen Hunt's upstairs and the mother, you know, essentially they're like, hey, you know, he's back. You got a shot at this. And the fiance is still in the house. Like they are like, it just felt a little weird to me. Uh, and then just like awkward tension when you know Paxton is like strapping on radios and grazing Helen Hunt It's like oh sorry like just all like the whole tension and romance quote unquote I there were moments where I was just like okay this is a little little awkward little I'm not sure didn't didn't buy it completely.
0: Okay, I mean <laughs> you know i think I think my response to you aunt Meg being you know encouraging of going and getting bill back right uh is is I don't know, man, all's fair, yeah, all's fair in love and war and and w you know what is she gonna say what is she gonna right. say spend your you know this guy who you're still technically married to who you right you know nothing she says is wrong he he's not holding up his end of the bargain to sure to spend the rest of his life pining after you and die alone and miserable right <laughs> That's like true. and so i don't know and and as far as like as far as him them being a little too comfortable with each other with melissa around we see that bill's constantly you know like when when the first tornado goes through and they're like in the truck thing and they get out and they're like they're caught up in the experience they just had while melissa's hyperventilating over by the truck and and bill has this like oh god like he kind of snaps out of it and he goes honey i'm so sorry like Uh, you know and then when she's like i'm not okay this is not okay he's like oh god i'm you know i didn't think like Hmm. i i didn't realize it didn't occur to me because this is his it's not just a group of people he used to work with he's been reunited with his family and they've been on dozens upon dozens of adventures together And I think it's just so comfortable. It's so familiar. Um, And so, you know, a lot of that, a lot of the fun storytelling and a lot of the giving each other looks of affection, that's stuff that probably would have happened even if the two of them had never been romantically involved um, because there was that close, tight-knit, dynamic. And so I think it's just kind of like it's easy to fall back into that dynamic with with her and with the crew because who he probably did this. I mean, I don't know what they're let's guess they're mid 30s maybe. Yeah. is yeah. kind of the age they're supposed to be. Um maybe they've been like that for for 15 years. Maybe it's 15 years of of comfort and routine and and living one way that has now not been the case for 12 16 18 months and because it it we we get the notion that this thing with melissa is is rather fast um and so you know let's say you've got years and years and years and years and years of of this camaraderie with the gang and with like fun stories and shooting cutesy looks at each other and stuff like that. And things ended, but they didn't end so bad that Helen Hunt is done with it. Right. And they didn't end so bad that Bill's like not willing to go pick up the divorce papers on his own. Like they're amicable with each other. And so, you know, the 16 months of apart is. You know, I do you know what I mean? Like they were married. They sure. were, yeah. there's always going to be a connection there. There's always going to be something there. They were married. Right. Unless it's like a drunk Vegas wedding. <laughs> there's something there. There's a reason they got married. And yeah, they fight and they found differences that made it difficult for them to be together. Mm. But all of those things that made them fall in love with each other in the first place are still there. Mm-hmm. Um but so yeah. Anyways, that's that's you know, I think Aunt Meg's well within her right cuz all's fair <laughs> and life's too short. Life is too short. Sure. To to see the person there who you care about and and not go after them.
1: Fair enough. Right. Um yeah.
0: and I'm not saying like leave your family, leave your kids, oh, leave your no, but this of course is like not. this is a different this is a, a very different scenario. Sure. They're young. They don't have families. <laughs> Just a couple. It's not young like he's kids. married to Melissa. They're engaged. Sure. Yeah, they're engaged, but they're not married. Right. Right. Like it, the the strings between the two of them are pretty limited, <laughs> all things considered. Sure. You know. So. Yeah. Cool, because it doesn't even seem like they're not even living together. It doesn't mm. seem like.
1: Bro. Yeah, right, hard, because hard it's
0: it's. It's as simple as like, or maybe they do live together, but she has few enough. Yeah, because he says I'll see you back home, and she's like I won't be there, which means she knows mm. that in the next in the next twenty four hours, she's able to just pack her shit up and get out. So it's probably <laughs> his house, and she's there with a few things. Maybe right. it was in the process of getting rid of her place or getting rid of her apartment or whatever, but. You know, it's easily... It's not like... They don't have bank accounts to sort out. They don't have a mortgage. They don't have... Sure. They're just like, I'll well, see ya. Goodbye. <laughs> Are you ready, sir? I am ready. Zero to ten. Twister. 1996. I... <laughs> masterpiece. Twister.
1: So on my scale, if someone asked me how much effort should they put into watching it... I'd say if they were at a cottage and there was no Wi-Fi and it was raining and there was a VHS fit around, I'd say, sure, why not? <laughs> on a scale of 0 to 10, I gave it a 3, a 3 out of 10. Wow. Yeah, it was a little a little rough on it. What did you give it out of 10?
0: It's interesting because your scale, your scale factors in like, yeah, what – how much would you spend mm. to go see this movie mm-hmm. um, or to take the movie in? And I was literally just saying, like a week and a half ago, mm. that Twister is a movie that, you know, there's lots of old movies that I'd love to go see in the theater again. Sure. I'd love to, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Twister, if they announce tomorrow, and I'll tell you what. If they announced tomorrow and it was only in like one theater and it was going to be a two-and-a-half-hour drive. Yeah. <laughs> Twister in IMAX with the IMAX sound, with the wind, the, the the theater that you're in is just shaking because that tornado's blowing through. Mm. Holy jeez. I also, you know, I was thinking about full, this no, full, and I was like, I don't full know how stop you... Either.
1: Full stop you there. I think if it was brought up to standards of imax that it was that intense i would maybe be curious for the experience just because of the dynamics of what this film is about so that's that's a fair yeah. fair point um i was also thinking this today and i
0: don't know how this is the first time I've, i'd ever thought of it so it's not like a really fully fleshed out thought um sure. and i don't, yeah i don't know I don't know what you would do. I don't know if it would make sense, but I was thinking about it. I was like, you totally could have done a sequel and maybe it would have been a mistake. Maybe it wouldn't have been any good. You don't think this one was any good,
1: but there were some talks about, I'm sequel. like, were there? Yeah. I forget.
0: Yeah, see, cause I'm like Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt. I'm like, yeah. I want to see more of that. I want to see more of dusty. I want to see more of the gang. I want to see more. Show me more. Like, it's just such a uh, – you know, Titanic gives you something that you've never seen before in that it's such a, a, a photorealistic sinking of a massive ocean liner. And mm-hmm. and I'm trying to think of another example, something that like – just a, a, a real case study of, of a world or of a thing – that just, like, you know, I don't know. Saving Private Ryan, maybe. Saving Private Ryan gave us a modern photorealistic version hmm. of of D-Day. Sure. There's not another movie out there. Hmm. Other movies out there have tornadoes in them, sure. Sure. But there's not a movie out there that, that makes you feel and understand... This part of nature, the way this film does, hmm. and uh, and and captures my imagination with it in so many ways. And hmm. so I I I don't know if it's like, you know, I don't know if I need a sequel, or if I need like a extended cut with another half hour in it, or what. I just want more. I just want. I'm, I'm, which is partially what makes it feel so great. Like if a movie ends and you're like, ah, I was, don't need any more of that. Then the film is not done its job, but this film ends and I'm still, I'm like, I'm still hungry. Give me more. Hmm. Um, anyways, 9.6 is my answer.
1: Oh oh, oh, man.
0: Yeah. Woo.
1: You did say near perfect. So that, that does check out.
0: Yeah. 9.6. And I don't know why 0.6, like I, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't think it makes sense to give it a 10. Sure. And, and 9.9 seems too dramatic. Right. So, so I think I've, I, I think, I think my heart wants to say 10, but I'm like, I'm self-conscious and I'm pulling back just far enough so that I feel like people don't judge me. And so mm. that's why I landed a 9.6. Sure. Yeah,
1: Very what'd much. you watch this week? Oh man, buckle up! I've got a whole slew of things to, to go over because, for as the listener might be familiar with, we we skipped a week, so I've got so many things that were backlogged. Buckle up! I started going down the watch list of kind of ramping up for the Oscars, so I've watched a few films in that category. I watched The Power of the Dog with Benedict Cumberpatch gave it a six out of ten i was a little underwhelmed by it had some interesting elements had some some well talked about elements but it really didn't hit for me so in your opinion it doesn't deserve the oscar i mean i haven't watched all the films yet so maybe if they all suck maybe it still does just because it's better than the rest it's hard to say okay yeah fair um i watched this is not in the oscars but i watched a 2021 film called wild indian it's uh Essentially a drama film about uh, two boys who become men and they were involved in a traumatic murder, essentially, and how they both kind of adapt and live with it and live with the guilt and whatnot throughout their lives. And um, essentially just kind of covers the topics of like the cycle of poverty, the cycle of abuse and different things like that. Pretty tense. I give it a six out of ten. I thought it could have done a little bit more with some of the elements that it was dealing with. So it had some things that I liked, just didn't quite do as much as I was hoping for. I continued on in the journey for watching all the Spider-Man films, where I watched the first two Tom Hollands, then all the Tobey Maguires. And then I watched the first Andrew Garfield one. Then the second one I watched, I watched The Amazing Spider-Man 2.
0: Okay, so, yes. horrible film, and not a horrible film. Not horrible, not, not great. Ja- J- Jamie Foxx is not great, but... Not in this. I liked him more in the
1: modern day film.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But... I... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Andrew Garfield's performance when, when Emma Stone dies. Mm. Not only, you know, and the Oscar goes to <laughs> for that moment... <laughs> Oh God, like it's so heartbreaking and it makes me cry. And that is the reason it's that moment that makes me suggest the order that I've suggested. Because yeah, yeah. what that does to him catching Zendaya. Right. Oh <laughs> and you understand that had he not caught Zendaya, oh. he would have it would have done him in. Yeah. But also when she asks, he asks her, are you okay? And she says, yeah, are you okay? And he doesn't say anything. He just kind of like, he, he's welling Tearful. up. He's fighting yeah. back, yeah. sobbing. Yeah. And he just kind of like nods like, yeah, yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> Holy
1: crap, man. It's something. It is something. I, I gave this a six out of 10. So out of context, I gave the other one a five. So it was a bit better still has its flaws but Andrew Garfield's decent. I ended up liking the the romance chemistry between him and Emma Stone. Don't think it's my favorite, but I don't have any severe problems with it. He's not I, a bad goblin. What do you think of goblin? He's not ter- uh, he's different. He's a lot different. Yeah. I don't I guess if you're breaking it down as goblin, he's fine as Harry I was ugh, I don't I didn't like it. I thought Maybe I'm just more liking the the James Franco Toby Maguire element but which just, so which yeah
0: so which is based on like your understanding though of Harry Osborn sure. is James Franco is right. not a comic or animated series right. or anything based okay Sure
1: Yeah Yeah Uh in that light I also finished the Spider-Man series by watching No Way Home for the second time Yeah you time. did Oh, oh it's so good. I I will say I teared up in some of the same parts I teared up. So there's the rooftop scene with all the spider man I teared up when some of them were, were building their emotional or sharing their emotional baggage of things that had happened. I, I literally teared up specifically to Toby, but also to Andrew Garfield. And then I did tear up to the Zendaya, Andrew Garfield moment. I found that moment impactful in the past but this time i teared up i when we reviewed it and when it was live and people should go back and listen to that episode if they haven't i gave that film a nine out of ten at the time i not sure i might give it an eight now it didn't it didn't hit me the exact same i i think there's something to be said for watching it cold turkey and then having all those other movies referenced and then getting a bit of kind of Jump back from all the films that you haven't seen for 10 or 15 years. When I watched them all sequentially up to it, for some reason, it didn't have the same kind of dramatic effect for me. Well, and there's also just the wow factor, right? Sure.
0: We were seeing something we had never, ever imagined we would see.
1: Carl, Carl Eastman's knee can attest to that for the number of times I grabbed it when I was shocked about things that happened. Um, but regardless, if it did drop, it only dropped to an eight and I'm not even convinced that it's maybe a nine or it's maybe an eight, but regardless, it's still good. Okay. Um, another Oscar potential film I watched, I watched Nightmare Alley. This one fared a bit better. I am a bit of a Bradley Cooper fan, a lot of other star power in here. Visually, I I enjoyed what he was doing. Um, story-wise I thought it was interesting and then I also realized it was a remake so I was intrigued by some of the creative decisions that they they did on this so I gave this one an 8 out of 10 much more enjoyed it and um, yeah I I thought it was interesting uh, the last thing I think I watched this was a week for wrapping up series I finished up Star Wars I think last time we talked I had finished Return the, the Last Jedi and then this week, I watched The Rise of Skywalker. Listen back to some clips of uh, us reviewing it back in 2019. Uh, have a little clip here from us talking about it at the time. I got a kick out of it. Hope you guys do too.
0: What is your given last name, family name? <laughs> <laughs> Which, and
1: she's like... I mean. Thank goodness for the expositionally important nosy neighbor. Yes,
0: and hey. and, and who like where the f- hell does she live? Because <laughs> no there's kidding. nothing else for anyway. Hasn't been much around here for a very long time. Listen, turn I, and, your yeah. music
1: down. Yeah. I can hear it next door, you kid. <laughs> yeah, you if, street
0: rat. If you're moving in here, I hope you're not going to have a lot of parties. <laughs> right, but-
1: I, uh, I, I got a kick out of watching it again. Kind of like when I watched Spider-Man No Way Home, I think the glitter has worn off a little bit for Rise of Skywalker for me. I right. absolutely sang its praises at the time. I still think it's solid. Still has some really good moments to it. I'm really loving Kylo Ren in this rewatch. I loved Kylo Ren and his journey. I loved the, the themes and some of the sounds of this film. I don't think I loved it as much as I did. I, I came up with a list of of all the rankings of the Star Wars I watched this time, I might post it on our, our Patreon page coming up shortly. Some things have swapped around since our last watch. And um, I think that's natural as you, as you watch a, a series that you love throughout the years and some things change. But regardless, it's still Star Wars. And whether it's The Last Jedi or insert your favorite, favorite Star Wars film, it's still a fun journey from one through nine. I know a lot of people hate, some people hate the prequels, some people hate the the new Disney three, but at the end of the day, even if you hate it, they all have things that you might hate, but there's also things that you love and it's Star Wars. Yeah,
0: it's Star Wars. So get it's over Star yourself.
1: Wars. Get over yourself. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. I think that's everything I've watched. What did you watch this week?
0: I only watched one movie. What? <laughs> Yeah.
1: Oh, man, okay.
0: Is that true? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I only watched one movie. Okay. okay. What uh, was I, f- I finished off, we watched the 2022 uh, Scream, the newest.
1: Oh.
0: David Arquette, um, Courtney Cox, uh, Nev Campbell. Blah blah blah. It was good. Um, yeah, it's. It was good. We weren't create. They always have a twist in them. They always have like a like a <gasps> big reveal moment. And this time around, I don't know. It's hard because it's like the f- fourth one, fifth one. It's the fifth one, and so. Um, you got to keep reinventing it and you got to keep making it feel hmm. like we don't see like, like, like the twist is not just a rehash of something they've already done, but still ties back into the original murder right. from the first one. And so right. like it's, yeah, it's tricky. Um, and I don't think we would have, I that's the, one of the last things I would have chose. Um, I had, A couple fan theories that i was hoping would play out um (laughs) but uh but the follow-up to this one is is coming out next year and so oh wow um so maybe so i'm gonna sit on those fan theories because maybe maybe they will still see the light of day sure yeah
1: sure cool very cool and for context you had watched all the series leading up to that point so that's interesting yeah for over
0: the last month or so yeah yeah
1: Wow, we both kind of had a lot of series wraps up. That's interesting.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, sir. Speaking of wrapping things up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We really appreciate it. Love all the support that we got for our vote this week and for uh, giving your say. Thank you for our Patreon supporters. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to join our Patreon, you can check out the links below. Help support the show. Um, Thank you to uh, Andrew, to Daphne, to uh Brenna, to Adam to Carl, uh, to Emily to all our patreon supporters we really do appreciate it. Um, and for everyone else that isn't quite there yet, a like and a subscribe is always appreciated. check out our Facebook Instagram Twitter, um, and give us a good rate and review wherever you can. We do appreciate it and we love hearing back from you and until next time, um, which is
0: yeah. which is which is what next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about the results of the Oscars.
1: That's true. Yeah. That's true. I don't think I won. (laughs) I was didn't know how to tell you. But I'm glad I don't have to. I'm glad you found out. Just just like a (laughs) band-aid. Rip it up.